Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. It is the end of the week on Friday. What that means, it's Freedom Friday, where I, as your humble radio talk show host, give you that wonderful opportunity to call today and just talk about whatever you want to talk about and it's incredibly easy you just dial 503 589 1220 503 589 1220 is in fact the power buick gmc talk line the reason i hesitate there fuck emerald robinson had a great story called the right way Georgia's election officials are getting ready to cheat again. There's still 17,852 votes, she writes, without ballots that were counted, without ballots that Fulton County won't explain. But hey, it was the most secure election ever. Speaking of elections, how about Oregon Catalyst got a great story about, yes, we're spending $350,000 in Oregon of your money for Blobby. Who's Blobby? Oregon's election mascot, the Blob. Because voting in Oregon feels good. Remember that was Shamia Fagan's brainchild. Now, just think about this for a moment. Secretary of State's spending $350,000 at a time when the Secretary of State is unable to process public records requests. Hmm, they don't have enough people, they don't have enough time. Uh, they're also spending $350,000 when the corporation division is not even open for a full business day and is closed on Fridays. And of course, the Secretary of State is promoting ads saying how they fixed the voter rolls from voters who have moved. Uh, Except on Facebook, on the Secretary of State's Facebook page. A person writes, I moved from Tillamook, Oregon a year and a half ago. The last two elections My wife and I received our ballots in the mail. My granddaughter, who lived with us in Tillamook, is still getting ballots that are forwarded to our new address. We have moved to Kennewick, Washington, six months before we moved. I mailed those to you explaining that she is no longer an Oregon resident. Please correct your voter rolls. I would like a reply in a subsequent post on the Oregon Secretary of State's Facebook page. I would like a reply about how you're going to correct this problem. But hey, we can spend $350,000 for Blobby. 
But we can't correct the Oregon voter rolls. Now, I'm going to hint to you a little something that's going on out there. Again, if you want to comment today, it is Freedom Friday. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Thanks, Greg, for uh, Biden's private dancer. Uh, Yeah. Tim, thanks for the emails about murders, cartels, and squalor. The New York Post, inside the haven for illegal aliens. Which, by the way, I am seeing... Right now, on Real America's Voice, because I don't watch Fox anymore, and you shouldn't either. Well, by, by the way, speaking of that, I got an email about Brian Kilmeade, who follows me on the show. Eric, who listens to this show, says he's a CIA hack. Always been a rhino and an anti-Trumper. Deep state mouthpiece. Boot off your station yesterday, please. Hmm. You know, I have been trying to do just that, as I agree. I mean, I don't know if he's really a deep state mouthpiece or not, but he sure seems to parrot the same things that deep staters are saying. Is there any coincidence with that? Probably not. Anyway. We are trying to replace him with somebody who's not an anti-Trumper. And that's Steve Bannon, War Room, which I watch and listen to on the app after the show is over. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. There's a lot of things talking about here. Kevin Looper and caller, hang on, I'm going to get you in just a second. It's Freedom Friday. What do you want to talk about? Anything's on the table. City of Portland is suing one of its fiercest critics. $46,000 in unpaid taxes. The city claims that Kevin Looper, a lefty Marxist Democrat and his consulting firm, Oh, more than 46000 Looper says he didn't know about it. And then there's the story about, and this is relating to the, well, the amount of money the city of Salem wants to extract out of your pocket, out of your wallet, you know, for homeless. Get this. Channel 8 has a story about Portland's first mass campsite has space to spare and no shortage of interested parties. Here's why they can't get in. Portland has 30 outreach workers that are supposed to refer homeless people to this mass encampment. But they can't get in because nobody gets back to them. What's interesting, they have a story here about this guy, Jeff McAllister, been living on the street. He's 50 years old, homeless for most of his life. He called. Now, apparently he's homeless, but he's got a cell phone. I've called them, quote, and of course they take the name and the number and nobody calls back. How many ways can you say typical bureaucratic fail? 
Let's go to the phones. It's Freedom Friday. What do you want to talk about? 503-589-1220. Good morning, random caller. Who are you? My name is Mark. Mark, I, uh, great to have you on. I wanted and to tell you about... Uh, I went to a neighborhood meeting the other night, and uh, Virginia Stapleton was there. And I... Uh, she was telling us about all of the minor cities in the Oregon area who are being pushed into bankruptcy and why they need this uh, payroll tax. So I asked her, among there were a number of questions that uh, pushed her, you know, um, uh, congratulated her and, and praised her and cheered for her and so on. And so I asked her if there had been a study about how how many families would be pushed into bankruptcy by this tax. And she admitted there had been no such study. Uh, she just said uh, she had no idea how a study like that would be done. So apparently there was no research on that. If the city wants money, it takes it away from the citizens without caring at all that whether they can afford it. And that's usually how these things go forward. I mean, in the time that I was in the legislature, Mark, I got to tell you, I mean, you know, I saw tax increase ideas brought forward and nobody ever said, well, and we've done a study about how this is going to impact people. Now, sometimes they alluded to, well, we don't think it's going to be that bad and you'd get the revenue office that works for the legislature say, well, you know, we estimate that it's going to, you know, cause X amount of, of um, a negative, shall we say, uh, outlook. But they always say, but the benefits far outweigh any small negative that there might be out there. And then when they do find a negative, Mark, you know what they say? They say, but, you know, we're going to modify it so that the people that are hurt worse by it are going to get a get-out-of-jail-free card. They, they, they'll be exempt from it. They don't have to pay it. That's how they always justify this kind of thing. I, I'm just curious, did anybody bring up the fact that over the last 10 years, the city of Salem has doubled their reserves? Did anybody bring up the fact that they're already running a surplus this year? Did anybody say that to her? Uh, no, she had announced the opposite. That they were, they were how much they were into the red, and nobody had the numbers in front of them, so we couldn't argue with her. Hey, thanks, uh, Mark. I appreciate first of all going and calling the show, and first of all, and secondly, listening. Thank you for being there and for sharing that story. Let's go to Freddie. Freddie, good morning. You're up next. <laughs> good morning, Jeff. Yesterday, I went to get my hair cut from uh, the lady I've been going through over 15 years. I'm the first one there in the morning as I was walking up. There, here's a, here's a drug-infested bum laying in front of her doorway, taking drugs, laying there in a blanket half-naked. This guy only had one leg. And this, this young lady that cuts my hair, she was furious. She said, these people are ruining my business. I'm never voting Democrat again. These aren't Democrats. These are activists. She says, I'm sick and tired of it. 
she was calling her uh, next clients and asking them to come through the back door. And she called the police department to have them come and get this bum. And she says, this, this is, these government people are ruining our cities. She says, these are not Democrats. These are not Democrats of the past. These are activists. And she says, I'm sick and tired of all of them. Man, I'll tell you what. I said, hey, calm down. I don't want to end up being bald here. And uh, <laughs> we'll get this thing going. That's good. <laughs> Freddie, that's a great story. Thank you for sharing it. <laughs> that's really, really good. All right, Freddie, thanks. Uh, I hope that that same calculus is occurring for many reasons, many, many reasons, and not just the homeless issue. But until people's ox gets gored, as we say, they don't care. They don't pay attention. This is why, again, what we try to do on this show is to help you get people's attention, get them thinking about these things. The city of Salem wants to take an average of $1,000 from each family to fix the homeless problem. They claim they're going to go into bankruptcy if they can't take more money out of your pocket. And like Mark said, well, what about the people they're taking money from? How does this impact them? How about if they go into bankruptcy? And oh, by the way, apparently the city still has not refuted Julie Hoy's assessment from the city's own numbers that they're building a surplus. The city councilor was lying. Back in a moment with Rich, it's Freedom Friday. What do you want to talk about? It's 620. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 22 minutes past the top of the hour. In a moment, we're going to go to Rich. It's Freedom Friday. That means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about. Today, politically, of course, it's really easy. You just pick up the phone and call 503-589-1220. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff, 1220.am, or Jeff at KSLM.news. Friends, if you uh, haven't heard this, yesterday, uh, Mike Lindell came out with the news that he's had to drop lawsuits because he has no money left. The lawsuits he is countersuing, Dominion and Smartmatic, these people that are suing him, doesn't have any more money to do those offensive lawsuits. Now, this is tragic. Because every day he's out there fighting the fight for election integrity. So one of the ways that you can support him and my pillow because they're suing my pillow. My pillow, by the way, if you don't know this, is owned by the employees. Mike Lindell is the largest shareholder. They are operating well last year at a net loss. Let's change that. 
Right now, you can buy some incredible Christmas gifts by buying the new MyPillow 2.0 or the classic MyPillows. Huge, massive discounts. In fact, I got buy one, get one free going on on the all-new MyPillow 2.0. It is a wonderful, wonderful pillow. The body pillow, I have one of those. Great to sleep with. So many great products that you can get at massive discounts if you use the discount code PC23. It stands for this radio show. PC's Political Coffee, PC23. Save yourself a lot of money. Support your own freedom. The fight for free and fair elections that can't be changed by an algorithm that nobody will let us see in the machines. Support my pillow. Support your own freedom. And bless people's lives in your world with great Christmas gifts that make their life sleep better, make their life better. Go to MyPillow.com. Use the promo code PC23. And when you do, you support Mike Lindell, you support this radio station and this show. MyPillow.com, PC23. Rich, good morning. Let's go. Good morning. I got three quick things. Things to ponder. Okay. Fagan. Haven't heard a thing of what's going on. I wonder what it is. Those who follow the New Mexico governor's law suit or the attempt to get rid of her, she had to have a second signature on there for the public health safety problem of the guns in the county. Some guy by the name of Patrick Allen did it. Doesn't that sound familiar? He lost his job up here. Lost his job up here under Brown when Kotek, I guess, took over. And now all of a sudden he rears his strange brain there. What's going on? And then. Recycled uh, leftist bureaucrats is the answer to that. Say that again? Recycled leftist bureaucrats that just bounce from one leftist state government to another yes. to spread their incompetence. Exactly. I mean, he was he had to resign because he was so incompetent here. I mean, even the Democrats in the legislature couldn't stand the guy. Well, he should be a lieutenant governor somewhere by that standard, right? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> and the next one is uh, the Thacker Pass uh, lithium mine, supposed to be the largest lithium uh Deposit, maybe in the world, but right now it's in the United States, run by a group called Lithium America. And there's two two big mining factories there by this group. One is in, uh, I think it was Chile or Argentina, and the other one is in uh, Nevada near the Oregon border. If you look into them, they're a subsidiary of the Chinese Communist Party's group, Genfang. So they're attempting to separate them out from the group in South America so they look squeaky clean while they work here. Another small company by the name of General Motors, I don't know if you've heard of them or not. Yeah, they're they're kind of small. They uh, gave uh, uh, Lithium Americas, or they're giving them, $329 million for startup. And part of the contract is they get the buy-in share of the lithium for the next 20-plus years. 
It's a 45-year mining group. And somebody named Biden, I'm not too sure who he is, is getting ready to give this group a billion-dollar startup. But coincidence? Hmm. Nah, probably not. Uh, probably not. So the question is, Rich, even though Biden wants this, and even though, you know, the, they're going to have a lot of money and they're Chinese-connected and they're going to spread a lot of money around Capitol Hill, do you think this would lead to a fight between the enviral wackos who don't want any mining in America versus electric vehicle batteries? Well, the interesting thing is that has been a challenge for quite a few years down there now, and somehow the federal government has been able to say, don't worry about it, we're going to continue it anyway. I wonder how that happens. Hmm. And the well, federal the court just thing it... is that Lithium Americas is a group out of Canada. Now, what does Canada Wouldn't it be nice if we could actually have an American-owned company that would be trying to do something like that? Rich, thanks for your research, folks. That's food for thought. When we come back from the bottom of the hour break on Freedom Friday, I'll take whatever political call you want to talk about. But a great article in The Federalist today, why Trump's presidential immunity defense may just lead to an election indictment dismissal. Ooh, this is a good one. Back in a moment, lots to talk about. It's Freedom Friday. What's on your mind? 6.30. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We're back, friends. It's Friday here on uh, Political Coffee. That means it's Freedom Friday. It's your opportunity to call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically today. It doesn't have to be what I'm talking about. And it's really easy to pick up the phone. You dial 503-589-1220. That's the Power Buick GMC Talk Line, 503-589-1220. Emails always to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Like the one I got from Greg, Curtis, hang on, I'll get to you in a second. About, um, about Julian Assange. He says, I'm not a cult follower of Julian, but... Should we not turn a blind eye to state-sponsored torture by our own states in any case? Hmm. It's a good question. If you're following Julian Assange, he's getting the Trump treatment. And I'll get to this piece about Donald Trump written by a lawyer who, uh, is actually, his name is Will Scharf, former federal prosecutor. He's a Republican candidate for Missouri Attorney General. He also worked on confirmations of Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett. Makes a strong case that 
Trump may, in fact, get the Georgia case dismissed and Jack Smith's case dismissed. And there's a process precedent to do that. Music to my ears should be yours, too. You know, it's going to be almost 90 degrees today, folks. And if your AC system just is not working for you, don't suffer. Call Freedom of Heating and Air this morning, early on. There's a beautiful sunrise that's going to come up. It's going to be a hot day. Do call them. And they'll come out right away and they'll fix your system. Because you know what? If it's doing it today, it may not work when you need it to heat your home. Don't suffer in the cold. Don't suffer in the heat. Call Freedom Heating and Air. They'll come out and they'll fix it for you. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. Freedom Heating and Air, all one word, dot net. Let's go to Curtis. Curtis, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. And just a reminder, we are going to be gathering tomorrow on the corner of Winter and Marion Street across from the Salem Farmer's Market. It's one of the oldest and one of the, the biggest farmer's markets in this area. Uh, there'll be a great crowd gathering there uh, shopping, and it's a great opportunity for us to have a great crowd to say no on the payroll tax and ask folks to come out as many as we can and to make homemade signs uh, that say no on the payroll tax and to support support our uh, the cause. Uh, Petunia will be there. Uh, she's a great prop. Uh, people will love to see her and will want to have her picture taken with her. So come on out. And what time again, Curtis? Uh, we'll be setting up at 7 before uh, people get uh, so we have a parking spot, and we'll be uh, doing from uh, 8 to 8, 8.30 to whenever we run out of people that uh, have time to do this. Also, there'll be another opportunity coming up on Wednesday across from the, the payroll tax town hall meeting. So if you miss this one, uh, but, uh, that will be available. But this is a great opportunity to be there, be out at two events. So the Wednesday event is at the Elsinore Theater, correct? Yes, it's at the Elsinore Theater. I'm going to be trying to cone off some or get some cars to park in some parking spots so that we have uh, a place to put Petunia there. She's relatively uh, large, uh, along with our large amount of taxes that are the pork that uh, is going on in our state. But uh, tomorrow's a great opportunity to kind of, you know, get out there and try it, get people out. Uh, she's well-known. She's been seen throughout the state, throughout the area. I've had a couple people ask, oh, I've seen her. And, and I said, well, come on down and uh, kiss the pig uh, and uh, have a picture. Uh, but Wednesday also, the town hall meeting starts at 6. I'm hoping to have her there at uh, 4.30, 5 o'clock. Uh, there, but for sure this Saturday from 8.30 or so in the morning. And again, that's across from the Salem Farmer's Market, right? For Saturday. Yes, 
Yes, on Marion Street, the Salem uh, Saturday Market, Farmers Market, right on the main drag, like you're going out uh, towards the bridge, and it's it's the big one. Uh, we'll probably be parked on the corner of Winter and Marion Street, right across from the Salem Saturday Market. There you go, folks. Come and have a little fun. Seriously, I mean, it, you know, the idea that. Salem City government's going to extract money from your pocket, claiming they have a deficit when, in fact, they're building a surplus. And again, so far, they have not been able to refute Cong uh, Councilwoman Julie Hoy, who's an opponent of the Salem City income tax. They've not been able to refute anything she has said based on her own analysis of the city's financial documents. So far, they're building a surplus. If anybody tells you, including, uh, I think, Councilwoman Stapleton, as Mark said, who called earlier, asserting that, no, they have a deficit, that's not true. If you want to come and just have a little fun about this, bring a homemade sign that says no on the Salem City income tax. Just bring it. And come hang out with Petunia. Get your picture taken with her. Just do it for an hour. Bring some coffee. Just stand around and, and give thumbs up to people. It's about 75% of the people that are going to drive by and see Petunia are going to be in favor of saying no to the new income tax. Because they don't need it, folks. Again, they've not been able to refute Councilwoman Julie Hoy's testimony which we put up on our Telegram page, and I'll probably do it again. In fact, I'm going to try to put a picture. For those of you who don't know, and, and Tim, hang on, I'm going to get to you in a second. If you, for those of you who don't know, Petunia is a giant man-made pink pig. She stands nine feet tall. She's 12 feet long. She travels around the stage. It's a prop of mine. She gives away the Porker Award, you know, for wasteful spending. But we also give it to politicians, you know, like the Salem City Council members and the mayor that voted to try to pull the wool over your eyes saying they have a deficit when apparently they have another $9 million surplus happening. Hmm. We give away awards for that, too. Come and stand with Petunia. Have a little fun. Make a homemade sign. Tomorrow... Come about 8, 8.30, hang out with Curtis and a bunch of other folks. They're across from the Salem Farmer's Market. Let's go to Tim. Tim, good morning. Hi, Jeff. I want to pass on a compliment. Uh, I'm the service officer for the Post-17 and Kaiser for American Legion. And one of the things that we do is help veterans access their benefits. We have a veteran's service office, officer, excuse me, Christopher Dyer. And he helps me with a veteran who has a serious illness and wanted to know what type of services he was eligible for as a veteran for burial. And Christopher was right on the ball. So we're there to help veterans 
access their benefits. Thanks, Jeff. That, that's awesome. Well said. And Tim, thank you. I did get the um, email you sent me about the Silverton School District bond proposal. That's really interesting. I read it uh, over the break. That will be a something to talk about moving forward. Thanks, Tim. Um, and thanks, uh, Gary, for uh, the upcoming meeting about the Tiger Tualatin School District, where the super superintendent is trying to blame parents for her negligent inability to protect their daughters from violence. You know that viral video of the tranny student, apparently allegedly tranny student, beating up on the girl? She's blaming the parents for that. What? They're going to have a school board meeting Monday night. That ought to be fun. Uh, in The Federalist, there's a story here about why Trump's presidential immunity defense may just lead to an election indictment dismissal. They moved that yesterday afternoon, his defense counsel, to have it dismissed. They filed a motion. I'll tell you why this likely will be successful. When we come back at 648, still Freedom Friday, you can call and talk about whatever you want. Just a moment. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back, my friends. Great to be with you. 503-589-1220. This is the last segment for this week. Because it's Friday, Freedom Friday, where you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about today. Mm. Oh, American Lithium Corp. Yeah, thanks, Jim. <laughs> yeah, their stock is cheap enough. Thanks to your caller. I have a new reading assignment. Hmm, that might be interesting. You know, the odds are, I mean, for a, a dollar seventy. I mean, come on. Conrad sent me a text message. By the way, Conrad's running, by the way, for uh, state representative in House District 19 here in the Salem-Kaiser area. Said, by the way, my first action as lawmakers to draft legislation, legislation limiting term limits for myself and other reps to two-year terms. Senator to two four-year terms retroactive to all current office holders of House and Senate members. By the way, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this. I'm assuming you did or heard about it. Donald Trump has endorsed, you know, this noise, by the way, about Trump becoming Speaker of the House, you know, for a short period of time. Bad idea. But he's endorsed Jim Jordan. And I think this is a great idea because I think Jim Jordan can bring together the factions and believe me right now there's 
raw emotions. There's a big divide within the House Republican caucus. This is not good. If you listen to Charlie Kirk, he laid this out yesterday. Trump does not have time. He's got he's got to deal with all of these lawfare issues, suits. Plus, he needs to be out campaigning for president. He's running for president, not for speaker. Being speaker means you've got to go out and work basically nonstop, 24-7, between now and the elections of 2024, to raise money. Because the Democrats have already raised 300 plus million. This is what Jim Jordan or anybody else who becomes the next speaker has got to do. You're not going to see your family. You're not, folks. It's that big a deal. You also have to be able to bring forward a vision that you get buy-in from donors. Charlie said something that really is disturbing. He said small dollar donations have dried up. Now, that's the first I've heard of this. If it's true, I don't like it. And it's bad. It means you and I have to step up in many ways. Now, Joe Biden's energy assault on us is, is bad enough, and it's sucking the life out of us. We'll say, in the last couple of days, crude oil has dramatically fallen off. Why? Well, you saw the news today about jobs created, the market's tanking. It's likely because interest rates are going to go up. This is not good for the economy. It's where we're headed. headed. And folks, it's a natural consequence of Joe Biden's policies. By the way, Hillary Clinton calls for formal deprogramming of MAGA cult. You know, like re-education camps. Say, who does that? All the communists do. This is a um, Breitbart story. It was a CNN interview. She's just floating the things that Obama will come in and suggest. PacWest Lobby Group is a great lobby group that is able to maybe help you. If you're part of, a say, an association and you've got an issue maybe with city of Salem or a county government, they can help you manage that. PacWest Lobby is a group that is well worth your, you know, your exploring. They can help you with an issue. Check out their website, pwlobby.com. It's all one word, pwlobby.com. Learn about their values. Learn about their team. pwlobby.com. Trump made a motion yesterday, his lawyers, in federal court, filed a motion to dismiss Jack Smith's case against him. The motion cites presidential immunity is a, as a ground to dismiss the case in its entirety. Now, sounds good, but there's precedence for this, folks. Now, this, and I'll have this up on the show plan. This is worthy of your read. Nixon versus Fitzgerald. 
In that case, years ago, Richard Nixon, the Supreme Court ruled that a president has absolute immunity from civil liability for acts within what's called the outer perimeter of his official responsibilities. In essence, you can't sue a former president personally because his acts, his official acts, harmed you. This is an unquestioned Supreme Court precedence, Will Sharp writes, based on a very serious core separation of powers concerns. If a president were susceptible to civil suit for his official acts, the court held this would raise unique risks to the functioning of government in the light of the singular importance of the president's duties. Now, he argues that this also extends to criminal proceedings. Because that's what, if the immunity argument, the whole concept that the Supreme Court said applied in the Fitz Nixon versus Fitzgerald ruling, it structurally applies to both criminal and civil context. And then it goes through the whole impeachment thing and so on and so forth. Folks, it's a really interesting article. I urge you to read it. Worthy of it. Oh, by the way, yes, the city of Portland made news once again, as normal for all the wrong reasons. A gateway pundit story, the city of Portland tells residents not to call 911, except in the event of life or death emergencies. How many ways can you say, why would anybody want to do business, have a business in Portland? Why would anybody want to live there? I don't know. I wouldn't. I'm glad I don't. So many ways. By the way, Trump's going to endorse Jim Jordan for House Speaker. Over the weekend, I hope this whole thing gets resolved because it needs to get fixed. They need a new speaker on Tuesday of next week. And it all needs to get handled over the weekend. Now, this is where you come in. You folks... This nation's on the precipice of absolute collapse in so many ways. This is why I urge you to pray. We need a lot of prayer over the wise choice for the House of Representatives next Tuesday of a new speaker, like a Jim Jordan who can bring the sides together. Folks, come and join Petunia and a whole bunch of us tomorrow morning. Us. Farmer's Market. Bring some coffee, bring a homemade sign, have some fun. Oh,